Welcome to the Uncut 90. I'm your host, Delacqua, with a lot of guests today. A lot of people had a lot of things to say, hyped to be on a podcast, so we're going to get it going. Uh, Patern is here. Low up, Pep, man? a.k.a. George. Yeah, I'm in the building. <laughs> <laughs> and Mika. Daniel. I'm in the building, too. <laughs> and... Pep the Fraud, a.k.a. Awula. Pep is the fraud. Pep is the fraud. Um, so we're going to start right there. Right. Pep is the fraud, not a fraud. The fraud. Um, we're going to start right there with Pep and City. That's the latest game that happened. Uh, City lost to Lyon, in case you haven't watched it. I haven't seen the highlights at this point. They lost 3-1. Um, a bit of a surprise result. I remember the last episode, I asked everyone, if Leon had a chance and no one gave Leon a chance, everyone said City was going to win. This is City's year, this, that, and the third. So I'm going to start with the George. George, give us real quick your rundown of what happened in that game and how did City manage to lose? Um. So, um, um okay. So, I mean. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, what's good? I'm just saying, like, let me, like, let me just. Collecting your thoughts. Yeah, let me just talk. Anyways, Pep did what he had to do, in my opinion. Like, there was nothing wrong with the lineup. There was nothing wrong with the formation he played. People, I hear people going around saying, oh, he, the tactics were wrong, blah, blah, blah. But my thing is, the finishing was just bad, like, for that mm. game in particular. Sterling missed, like, from, what, five years out. Like, his shoes just kept missing. De Bruyne just, like, the guy gave this pass from with like the outside of his boot, and then that was a beautiful like, pass. He went through like the whole defense, and for some reason, Sterling couldn't finish the chance. So, in my opinion, like, bro, like everything, like even the goal they scored, like um, the second goal Leon scored, where Laporte got tripped over. If this was in the box, and it was against like you know any other any other team, that would have been a penalty. I'm not sure why the VR didn't call that for a foul. Because so like clearly Dembele tripped Laporte. So in my opinion, like like everything just went against City. It's not even Paul. It's not even it's not even Pep's fault. Everything just went against Man City. And Sterling missed a couple of chances. Jesus missed a couple of chances. But yeah, it is what it is. It is what hmm. it is. Honestly. So you don't think you don't think that there was anything that Leon did well? You think it was just City just lost the game? They didn't do anything well. Yeah, or they didn't do the major things well. I mean. Leon took their chances. You got to give them that. Like, it was mostly from errors. Like, go, all their goals were from errors. Like, Edison made an error for the third goal. Laporte got tripped over for the second goal. The first goal, like, the city defenders stood still thinking it was offside. Like, you feel me? It wasn't, like, they didn't really do anything crazy. Like, it was all of, like, you know, Man City's fault. That's how they ended up scoring the goal. But on Man City's mm-hmm. end, had they finished their chance, had Sterling finished the chance he got, Leon would not have scored their third goal. You understand? So it's yeah. just like it's one of those games. It's just one of those games. It's not even Pep's goal. It's just one of those games. Okay. Daniel, I know that you've been one of the people that said City was going to win this game. Even during the game, you were very adamant City was going to win. Um, what do you think about what Georgia said about the lineup was fine, that it wasn't the lineup? Because I know a lot of people have complained about the lineup he picked. Specifically, I know people have complained about Maris not being in the teams, especially because it seemed like he made a difference when he came on. Um, what do you think about the lineup that uh, Pep picked? 
Yeah, yeah. First of all, saying that Sterling missed a couple of chances really, really undersells that chance he missed. This guy missed an open net. So I just want us to be clear about that. But uh, in regards to the lineups, uh, George is saying, well, it wasn't Pep's fault. Everything went against them. And a lot did go against them. That second goal was a trip. Dembele did trip Laporte. It's a foul. I don't know why VAR let it go. But I think Pep, the lineup, with the lineup he picked, he basically wasted 56 minutes of the game. He started with uh, those wing backs. So he had, uh, what's his name, Eric Garcia, Fernandinho, and Laporte as a back three. And then had Kyle Walker and uh, Jao Cancelo down the wings. And then had De Bruyne, basically De Bruyne, what do you call it, Gabriel Jesus and Sterling, sort of like a front three. That only leaves like Gundogan and Rodri and uh, George, who's the last person in the midfield? Basically, that's it. That's it. In the midfield, yeah. It was just empty in the midfield. They didn't play anything in the first half at all. Hmm. And I don't know, when you waste 56 minutes of the game, you basically left like, I don't know, half an hour now to salvage any situation. That's exactly what happened. They all got some chances, they took their chances. And there was basically no recovery time. And when it was time to recover, Sterling misses an, an empty net. So there's really nothing you can say at that point. You just have to exit. That's it. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. And, Mick, I want to ask you about the Sterling miss because that was a pretty big moment in the game. Uh, it was 2-1 at that point? Or was it even – it was 1-1. What was the score? No, I forget. It was 2-1. It was 2-1, right. So it was a yeah. chance to tie the game. Um, he had the net, I mean, completely open – Easy tap in, and he blasted way over the bar. Like, he wasn't even close. He was surprised, as we all were. What do you think about that miss in that moment? Yeah, so I want to address a few people and a few things. So, first and foremost, let's start with Kevin De Bruyne's pass. Apparently, these days, giving outside footer passes is something to laud <laughs> and to praise, as though it doesn't come with the role. I mean... If that's what we're saying, then charisma is world class. But anyways, I want to say that De Bruyne was actually very average today. Oh you know, I know God. that we all love this guy. But at the end of the day, today we have seen you, right? Your team needed you. What did you do? You did nothing. So shut up. Okay, now, I want to address the Sterling miss. Yes, Sterling should have scored that. It is one of those chances where it's just, it was, it was all in his head. It was literally all in his head. He knew the value of that goal and caved under the pressure of scoring it. You know, it is what it is. However, let us say that the way Dowski and Bayern dispatched Barca is what I expect City to do against Lyon. So you can come here like a bunch of bombs while the likes of Mbappe is calling up Farmers League and you can come here talking about Sterling. <laughs> When you can actually focus on the problem here, that is, a manager has spent more than £500 million and cannot dispatch Leon. You can talk about Sterling all you want and the chance that he missed, but this game should have been an 8-0 game, given the quality on Man City's team. So do not come here trying to bring down players like Sterling and Gabriel Jesus. No, that's not what you're here to do. This guy has Mares, Gundogan, um, 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 Kevin De Bruyne. He, he has everybody... So don't come here talking about Sterling as though the game was supposed to be relying on Sterling anyways at the end of it. No. Who who are you going to praise in the in the Bayern game? Who would you say won the game? 
you will say the entire team. That was because they played fluid football. They were playing like they deserved to win. Today, City were not playing like they deserved to win. They were playing like losers. Yes, you're talking about, oh, yeah, they tripped uh, this person on the second goal. The chance of the fact that it was a breakaway anyways, what led to that breakaway? Nonsense tactics. Nonsense fucking lineups. So coming here talking about it was a breakaway. He, he, he. It was it was a they tripped this person. He, he, he. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, okay, Vika. Is there a specific thing that you don't like about the lineup, about the tactics? Like I understand what you're saying. We have to hold Pep responsible. Yes, what exactly do you not like that he did? Let's let us stop talking about Raheem Sterling. In fact, if you see the run that Raheem made to get in the box, you should in fact acknowledge that okay, dude kudos on that run that you made because not a lot of players will think about it like oh and by the way i can tell you guys that jesus was not even trying to cross he was trying to shoot so it was just a wayward shot if you guys don't know just go and watch it highlight it <laughs> i have to watch it again i'm not watch- sure if that's the case he, he, did. he was trying to shoot he was trying to shoot he was trying to shoot so to, to have the, 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 the acumen to say you know what let me get myself into the box is commendable yes you missed the chance but i've seen aguero miss that chance but let me just tell you guys, the way Bayern dispatched Barcelona is the way City should have dispatched Lyon, given the quality on the team. I mean, you have a world, a, 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 everybody on City starts for their country. Everybody. Every single human being on that squad. No. This is a, a World Cup winning team. That's, that's a lie. Who doesn't start for their country? Laporte doesn't even get a call out to France. So let's not even start with Look that. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Hi, like you're saying everyone, and I'm telling you, Laporte does not even get a call out George, of France. George, 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 George. Is that what you're saying? Okay, fine. Most of them. Is that what you're saying, George? But so like you is... said, guy, yeah, you said all of them. I'm telling you, not George, all of them. Like George, let me just tell you that just because, okay, you know what? Just then discard, discredit the points, then I'm wrong. You're right. You are, okay. and I'm trying to okay. point it out. Yeah, no problem. You've pointed it now. Now, what size of shirt do you wear? But let's get back to that. <laughs> Ultimately, now we see what has happened. This game, cannot be, this game cannot be bought. This game that we watch every single day, me and you, all of us, that we that we watch, it cannot be bought. That's today's lesson. Today, you can mm. buy silver and replace him with silver if you like. Good for you. But now we've seen that what stands out is tactical acumen. Do you know I've watched Pep's interview? They asked him, hey, why do you think you do so well? He said, because I have the best players in the world. He didn't say because I know what I'm doing. Because he doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, okay, Emeka, Emeka, give me, give me one second. Oh, I want, I want to hear your thoughts on Pep. Um, specifically, Emeka has gone in on him. We've heard everything. I think he's given him. He's been a little too harsh in the sense that when Pep says something like "I have the best players," it is true, but he's also trying to be humble. Like he's not going to be like, "Yeah, my tactics won us the game." Do you think that Emeka has been too harsh to Pep? I know you came here to talk about Pep the fraud, but do you think that Emeka has been too harsh? Um. Um, good evening. Uh, it's almost 12 a.m. in Accra. Oh my God. And, and for me to be on the pod at 12 a.m. tells everyone what what this this means to me. Um, I wouldn't say Mecca has been the harsh. The podcast, right? Uncut 90. Yes. I wouldn't say Mecca has been harsh, but I'm going to make my point and then you guys would make the decision. So Pep has the chance to go to the semi-final of the Champions League for the first time since he came to City. He's playing Lyon. It's not a two-legged game. It's one. Win it, you're in the semi-final. You're meeting Bayern, who, by the way, is going to whip you, but you want to beat Lyon. What does he do? 
he changes his formation and goes to three at the back. When was the last time Pep paid three at the back? He's not done that since the league resumed. Unless someone, well, maybe within the game he will do that, but he's never started three at the back in a long time. He plays Cancelo, who basically adds nothing as a wing back problem, puts Mares on the bench, starts the game. Daniel made a very important, he wasted 56 minutes of the game. Now, George is telling us, oh, it's not Pep's fault, and it's Raheem Sterling, and it's, and it's that. Where is the mental fortitude that the manager gives to the players? When the going gets tough, what could he do? You see, there is this thing you people make Pep look. You guys make him look he's a messiah. See, the guy is a fraud. He's a spending fraud. <laughs> I can tell you for a fact. And the, and the figures are there to back it. See, on paper today, on paper, apart from Eric Garcia, all the Barca players will walk into that Lyon team simple. On paper. The city, the city, the city players. players. Yeah, they're going to walk into the Lyon team. It seems like I've lost it. Only... Uh, you kind of cut it in and out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're cut, you're cut it in and out. Um, Patern, I want to ask you about the the point about the mental fortitude, um, of City because it does seem like it's more mental than physical ability. I mean, if you look at George's or George's point that he doesn't think it was a tactics of the lineups, then we have to say, okay, like it's just in their head. Why can it not beat a team like Leon in a spot where they're expected to beat them? Do you think that the pressure got to them? in the sense that they're not able to perform up to expectations? For me, for me, first thing first, I think as City had this idea that yo, it was going to be an easy game. It's Leon, we've been playing, like I say, the family, man. We're going to wrap this up real quick and it's going to be it's just gonna be nice and get the job done. So I feel like they were, they were taking easy. And people can say whatever they want. I still feel like Cancelo should not have even started that game before above Mendy, because Mendy brings you so much more than what Cancelo is doing about him. But that's a discussion for another time. But I feel like Pep, Pep this, I don't know, I don't know, this team, this team, this guy were not, they're not there. Like, mm-hmm. they were, it's like they took the, the day off, they were not playing. And when they started playing, Leon hit them very hurt. And after that, it was, there were no, when they fought, they could like come back, Sterling had that miss. I think after that miss, they, I just, I just think City wasn't there anymore, and yeah, and they conceded are, a goal shortly after the miss too. Yes. Like it was very quickly after the miss, they conceded that yes. second goal. And we all know, we, we all, we all know, we are all watched Champions League for years. Champions League is all about the little details, because if you don't do the little detail right, you will not. Well, we talk about experience. We talk about all of it, bro. City didn't do the little detail right. Lyon mm. knew. Lyon believed they can win. They can beat City. From the day, from the, game, the beginning of the game, they never thought they, they could not beat City. Tactically, they were ready for City at all points. Even when City are the best player, they, John, Lyon will have played this game all over. The, they will have died on the field just to beat City. Hmm. But City didn't have that mental state, for that mental state of mind because because Bayern came with a juggernaut to destroy to destroy Barcelona. They didn't came to to joke with Barcelona. That's why they keep on popping goals. So no matter what you guys are going to say, no matter what people are going to say, oh, I expected what, I expected that. City didn't have that. That's why at the end of the day, they lost. That, for, uh, forget about, 
oh, <coughs> somebody got tripped, somebody had... If you're not coming to win, you're not coming out with your first set of mind to, to destroy over opponent, then that's your problem. Hmm. Hmm. Wes, I want to ask you, because we've kind of brought up this comparison to Bayern a couple of times. I don't know if because Pep was just there. I don't know if it's because we consider City to be that level of team. Um, but do you think it's fair that people are saying City should have handled Lyon just as easily or something comparable to what Bayern did to Barcelona? Um, not as easy, but they should have. That scoreline should be reversed in City's favor. Like, they should be 3-1 winners, not Lyon. First off, I've stated on here that Lyon is a team after my own heart with technically technically and tactically sound players. Oh, I remember. You told me they are going to beat Juventus. Uh, That's why I picked them to beat Lyon. I did not think they could beat City. Credit to Wasp for that, bro. Credit for Kari, bro. Because I remember that when you said that nobody thought you were... Everybody thought you were joking, but it came through. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I also mentioned a boy. His name is what? Hussein oh, Awa. When he woke up this morning, when he woke up this morning, what did his coach mm-hmm. text him? He, he called him. He said, Hussein, what time is it? He says, it's our time. It's our time. It's our time. So the guy went out there and he showed wow. us whose, whose time like it was. Now, now, back to Pep. I've seen Pep do this mistake. I, I, I always wonder why he goes back to this mistake. A big game. Pep d- doesn't usually play Kevin De Bruyne forward. He allows him to have a central midfield role. Kevin De Bruyne chooses when to go up and when yeah. to stay. But every big game, he would throw in an extra defensive midfielder and allow, like, relieve Kevin De Bruyne of, like, midfield duties, allow him to be more of, like, a forward player, play him in, like, mm-hmm. the forward line. He always does that shit just to be safer. I don't understand why. I've seen do go, like... It's like beating a dead horse, but maybe the horse is not dead. The <laughs> horse is clearly still alive. The horse is clearly still alive for Pep because he doesn't want to play Mares. I've been shouting this thing since. Like, play this guy. If this guy plays, there is no penetrative player on the yeah. field. There's Especially none. if he's not going to play Bernardo Silver either. Yeah. So who's That's going to insane. take on players? Who's going to who's who's going to cause cause, cause ruckus? No, like I, I I'm seeing Pep got this wrong. We can talk about standing all day. If yeah, if I'm if I'm Mares, I'm I'm telling my agents, yo, start typing the transfer request. <laughs> like, let me go. No, because wait, why is he not playing in a Champions League semi-final yeah. game? They played they played for them last time. Now they are not like come on, man. Yeah. How much did they sign this guy for? 65 million pounds. That's not beans. He came as a Premier League champion. So, like, why you like it makes absolutely no sense to me why Pep does this all the time. He played Fernandinho and Rodri. Why? Why play Fen- two DMs? Why? Why beat like what against Leon? Me, yeah, it was very, it, it, it seemed like he was trying to, yeah, yeah, it seemed like he was trying to match the system of Leon, which I know sometimes, I, I mean, it seems like it's one of the things you shouldn't try to do. Don't try to match your opponent, but managers like to do this. But I would think. My first guess is he was trying to match their system somewhat. That's not good enough. Man City has the better team. Leon should be trying to match them. Like if I'm Man City and be like, guys, you, you look, one game, go out and ball, go out and score goals, go out and do mm. your thing, go out and play. Look at the midfield: Fernandinho, Gundogan, Rodri. What is Fernandinho that? Fernandinho played. What's you? 
Yo. Do you know, guys, do you know that Leon finished seventh in that Look. stupid league, huh? Hey, 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 make it real quick before you start talking about before you start talking about league, huh? Please have some respect. Like they just beat your guys. Yeah, they beat. Listen, listen. They beat Juventus. They beat Juventus, right? Yeah. You guys are talking like, oh, um, Pep's tactics is wrong. Have you seen the formation? Listen, have you guys seen the formation that Leon plays? They play three in the back, and they play five in midfield. And you guys expect Pep to be playing three in midfield? Are you what are you Why would you play two in midfield? No, he's not playing two. Have you seen the formation? He's playing, he's also playing five in midfield. He did a same thing against Wolves. Like stop stop talking like stop talking like we don't know. So if Leon plays two in the back and six in the mid, that is what plays six in the mid. Like what you guys are what you guys are missing is Wolves plays the same system. And Wolves beat Man City back to back, five in midfield. Wait, Daniel, Daniel, let him, Daniel, let him finish. Let him finish. They play the same system, right? They play the same system with Wolves. Pep is basically still like till this day, like he's still trying to figure out a way to beat this five three in the back five in midfield. He's still trying to figure this shit out. Like Wolves has been sweeping time. Like what do you? So then. So then you're telling me that Pep is a fraud. How is he a fraud? That's essentially what you're saying. That he's a manager that can't figure out how to play five against five in the mid. So we cannot extend him any, we cannot extend him any courtesy of being a good manager if you can't figure out how to defend five players in the mid. It, it is what you just said. Let Daniel... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me chip in on this. Daniel, yeah, chip in, please. Yeah, yeah. So I think where, where George is coming from is that Leon are playing five across the midfield, and Pep is trying to play three five two to match them. But that's mm-hmm. the thing: you're using Jao Cancelo and uh, what's his name, this first guy, uh, Kyle, Kyle Walker. 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 Exactly. You're essentially playing the game I watched. It's like they're playing five two three, not three five two. If that makes sense. So the the middle was just it's like Leon just took over the middle. It was so easy. For them to defend through the middle, this is if that makes sense, right? So I don't think if that was the intention, right, to match them for five people in the midfield, it did not work, because all that ended up being was Gundogan and Rodri taking on a bunch of people in the middle of the field, while De Bruyne is stuck out on the wing, Sterling is stuck somewhere on the wing, and Jesus, I didn't even see him in the first half. I didn't know what he was doing. So. I, I, I don't know. I do, the thing is, okay, you can get it wrong. You try to match five people in the midfield. It didn't work. Why have you waited 56 minutes when you can see that the thing is not working? Mm-hmm. The guy brought on Maris. The, Maris just changed the, the game instantly. Instantly, Maris just changed the game. Uh, he just wasted too much time for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I want to bring you in and I want to kind of wrap up the conversation on City because there were some other games that happened that were very interesting as well. Um, what are your thoughts about Pep's future at City in terms of the kinds of trophies he's going to win? Because I, for one, don't think he's going to win Champions League at City at this point. Like, if he was going to win it, this was a season. Do you think he's still going to be able to win it at City or do you think he has to leave to go? To, I don't know where, but do you think he has to leave to win Champions League? So Pep will never win the Champions League again with this kind of mentality. Um, I, I see George all over the place trying to defend this wizard of Santa Dara, whatever they call him, the fraud. So 
I want to make very two clear points, and Daniel has highlighted one of them. George did say categorically that wolves did beat them home and away. For someone who is claimed to be the most intelligent coach ever, you repeated the same mistake for three times and you couldn't make a change at halftime. Okay, that's just by the way. The yeah. it's I think not, that, it's not the same mistake, but okay. Um, do you want to talk so that I, but George, you no, no, George, you just said it was the yeah, same. So, it's how not can you the say same. It's if you're same. trying, like, bro, please stop, stop it, stop, stop it. Like, what is this? <laughs> okay, Oula, Oula, continue, continue your second point. Oh, oh, George, you this is not the time to get emotional. It's not emotional. Oh, no. right, if someone is talking and someone is trying to make a point, why would you tell the person? Oh, like, okay, 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 George. George, your point is that it is not the same. I understand, I understand. So your point is that it is not the same, but it is kind of the same. Because you cited how Wolves did the same thing, and now you're saying that that Leon is not quite doing well. What I'm trying to say is, once Pep has deployed different formations for that three, five, two formation, he has tried different things, and they've all worked out. So so so, so you should maybe go back to coaching school to figure out how maybe in fact maybe you can acquire the intellectual acumen to come and face five midfielders because I can tell you that some managers have figured it out apparently. <laughs> I mean, we must be why Leon is seventh in France, right? Not first. Guys, because somebody has figured out. Like, George, can I finish making okay, my point? George, George. Okay, Ola, please complete your second point. I think we're ready to okay, move so on. Okay, so the, the future of Pep. I think that. Um, the board of City and the whole of the City um, hierarchy do not have the balls to sack City. And I don't expect them to sack City. Sack sack Pep. Pep. What I, I expect to see is I would have hoped that Pep would do the honorable thing to resign. But he wouldn't do that. Let's look at this. So, four years since he moved. Um, he lost to Monaco 6-6 on the run of 16. He lost to Liverpool 1-5. He lost to Tottenham 4-4. And he's lost 1-3. Now, if you look at that list, the only one that looked like he couldn't have won was the Liverpool one because that game was too much fire. Monaco, Tottenham, and Pep should be going through. And I only said Liverpool because it's Klopp and Klopp has been beating him anyhow. The records are there to show. So... I expected him to go through with Leon, with uh, Monaco and Spurs. What happened? This guy has proven that he chokes at the very highest moment when you need him. He will win the Carabao, he will win the FA Cup, he would meet Doncaster Don and, and 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 what's the name? Exeter. He repeated them 10-0 and 15-0. <laughs> See, literally, literally, all that he's got to show this season for is... The Carabao. And this time around, they can't blame VAR. They can't blame the FA. Oh, sorry, there's no FA here. They can't play, they can't blame UEFA. Anyone, they have to look internal, and Pep needs to sit down and do very, very deep thinking and know that no, I am getting exposed. People are getting to know my tactics. And people have a solution that will beat me. And he needs to swallow that pride in, go back to the drawing board and change. The Pep I'm seeing now will win nothing. He would only win the Carabao, probably the league again, which he would, FA Cup. He would never win the Champions League with this kind of mentality. To add to what he just said, Dolapo, let us see what happened to Sari. He did nonsense, right? Danced and danced. They let yeah. him go. Did they not let him go? Barcelona's manager. 
he has danced. And now he has finished dancing. What did they do? They let him go. They let him go. Let us all be honest here. We do not know. Maybe the English owners or owners of English teams are cowards. But we all know that Pep has repeatedly failed after spending all this money having a player like Mares and Bernardo Silva on the bench and you don't know what to play against Lyon. This is an exposure. We have caught you today. Today you have revealed to everybody that you are useless. <laughs> Bayern was supposed to see. Bayern beat Barcelona eight goals. Man City has the caliber to play like Bayern is playing and give them 8-0. And they're not giving them. You're coming here to talk about Sterling. Your people shouldn't annoy me. Okay. Bubble, right. bubble. Thank, Before, thank you. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Can I, can I, can I make a point? Before okay, George, hold on. I'm going to give it back to you. So don't hold on. You're going to have a chance to make a point. Guys, I know we want to keep talking about Pep, but I do want us to talk about other games. Um, and you, you guys have mentioned a bunch of times the Bayern game. Bayern beat Barcelona 8-2. So, George, I'm sure you know why I'm coming to you first because you are a Barcelona expert here. Um, that game was a surprise. I didn't watch the first half because I wasn't able to. I checked. I just saw people on social media, you know, laughing at Barcelona. I was like, why are they laughing? I checked ESPN. It was 4-1. I was like, wow. And for and I want to say this was like in the 30th minute or something. Like It was very early in the game. I mean, I don't know how a team just completely collapses like that. I know Bayern is good, but they are not 8-2 better than Barcelona. So, George, I'm going to come to you because you did warn us that it depends on the Barcelona that shows up. But you have to admit that you were surprised by 8-2. Uh, before I come to Barcelona, I just want to put it out there that Pep has two Champions Leagues and has four years of coaching. That's <laughs> about the same number of uh, Champions League that say Alex Ferguson has won more than Johan Klopp. Uh, who else? Who else is the top manager? Who else? Who else? Zidane. Zidane. Zidane has won more than he has. That's fine. Uh, who else is the top manager? Come on, give, give, me, that. give me something. Pochettino. Pochettino has no Pep has won two. Uh, Wenger has no one in the Champions League. Uh, I can keep Jose going. Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. Oh, he has more than more. Oh, he has the same number as Mourinho too. But anyways, yeah, that's beside the point. Uh, point has been made. Point has been made. Yeah, point has been made. Anyways, back to the Barcelona ten. I think I want everyone on here that um, it depends on what the, on it depends on what Barcelona team shows up, right? And I think the team basically gave up after it was three one. That's why the score ended up being eight two. I think everyone just gave up. Messi gave up. Okay, like you can see by the way they're playing. Honestly, I stopped watching the game after it was four uh, one. I just stopped watching it, and then uh, I was gonna take a shower, and then I saw Coutinho score a goal too. But that was that was. Good. I just I, I mean I want everyone here that it depends on what team showed up, and the Barcelona that showed up. I mean we we could see like the board needs to go. That's one. The board needs to go. Like they've made bad recruitments. This Daniel was telling me that Vida is playing attack. Like it's so bad that now Daniel, who watch who does not even watch Barcelona, watched Barcelona once and then told me that oh Vida is playing CAM. Like that's how bad it's gotten. Understand? Hmm. Where players are playing in positions to like and people who don't watch the team are coming to conclusions that oh this guy plays his position. That's how bad the team has gotten. But that's besides the point. So, so let me ask you this, because I know that we're going to get into it. <clears throat> um, 
Vidal's position, or maybe never say his, not Vidal specifically, but the the setup of Barcelona's team, do you think that that was the issue or was it just they gave up? Like, how do you give up in a big game like this? At 3-1, you still have Messi. You still have the best player in the world, supposedly. So why are you giving up at 3-1? Like, that seems like a huge red Bro, flag. Like, they are outrunning midfield. They could not, they don't have energy to play midfield. Hmm. Not at all. I, I they think... don't. I think what happened was so the game was one it was one one. Barcelona had two chances, two good chances to actually put the ball at the back of the net. Messi hit the post in one cross, and I think Suarez could have should have finished off a one v one, but he ended up like you know not finishing up the chance. So there were chances where Barcelona could have gotten the lead, but that did not happen. When that didn't happen, and Bayern like I think Perisic yeah Perisic scored the second goal. Sergio Roberto just gave away the ball and then Perisic scored that goal. At that point, the team just deflated. Like, they just gave up. And it's not even about Messi at this point because the guy has been warning the board. He has been warning the fans. He's told us numerous times. He said, yo, the way we are playing, I do not even think we can win the Champions League. I don't even think we can get past Napoli. We scraped past Napoli in the first half. Like, that's what I saw. But, like, the second half, apparently, we just sat back and they just kept pouring putting more pressure on us. So, my thing is, the team just gave up after the third goal. The coach is out of depth. There's a lot going on in Barcelona right now. If we're going to actually talk about Barcelona, it will take more than, you know, an hour, two, three. So, let's, let's just move on to something else. Just have a, <laughs> I have a question. Do you think, do you think uh, Griezmann should have started his place of Vidal? It wouldn't make a difference. The team that he set up, like, there was no type of pace whatsoever in the team. No pace. I think the way the team was set up was to like, control. Griezmann gives you pace. Griezmann gives you that directness huh? and the pace. And he's you. He's not. He's Griezmann. fast. Like, Griezmann is not fast. Come on, guy. He's not fast. You have Ansu Fati. Yeah, yeah only, Griezmann. Griezmann is not necessarily yeah, fast. I want to I wanna ask, I wanna ask he's, he's, a question. Faster Hold than, on one second, guys. Yeah. Go ahead. Ask me. Let him ask me the question, please. Vice, I want to ask you, again, back to the mental fortitude of Barcelona, like them supposedly giving up at 3-1. What do you think about that? But I think Paterno also made a good point about them just not having the legs in midfield to keep up with Bayern. Bayern just looked like they were fit, and Barcelona looked like they could not play 90 minutes no matter what. Like, of course, they definitely gave up towards the end, but it looks like even if they tried to, it would have just been... It would have just been more painful because it would have been really tired and they would still lose. I mean, what does that say about the team that Barcelona is building or has? And what does that say about Bayern? Because I want us to talk about the team that won. Like, they scored eight goals. We should talk about them a little bit. Sure, sure. All right. So, everybody is giving excuses, excuses, excuses. And all these excuses, they're just, they just funny to me. They are just very, very funny to me. Now, beginning of the season, they appointed this guy. They said, who Kiki is? I've never heard of this guy before. I was I was asking George. I said, pronounce his name. Kiki said, Kiki said, Kiki. Kiki came in. He said, "Um, I want to die with Tombstone, Champions League on my Tombstone. I, 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 I was laughing. I said, this guy is a joker. Before the game, Vidal said, oh, Bayern is not playing any Augsburg. He's not, not a Bundesliga Exactly, this is not a Bundesliga team. So I was laughing. I kept quiet. The last podcast, they asked me. I said, "Who will hold Nabri? 
nobody they were they were telling me PK is still a good defender. Longley. Longley, they gave one pass. Uh, uh, what's his name? Leon Goretzka gave one pass to Nabri. He was scrambling around. I don't know if he thought Nabri was egg. He was trying to scramble him, scrambled eggs. I don't know what he was trying to do there. But look, let me tell you now, this manager is not a manager. Like, what is the guy's IQ in football? Like, I've never heard. He's not a manager. Now you have Messi, you have uh, Griezmann, you have Suarez, you have all these guys, and you have Busquets, who is supposedly a good midfielder, and you guys can't contain anything. You have Vidal. You can't, like, contain the game. Like, okay, okay, yes, we are going to lose, right? These guys are mm-hmm. better than us. But not 8-2. Are you telling me that these players are not tactically aware for you to combine them and say, we oh, are contained guys, and then we will only attack when we can sniff out a chance? Because Bayern plays the high yeah. line. Bayern plays a high line. It's easy contain them. You get possession back, then you attack. But it seemed like they, nobody knew there were no instructions from the manager. And George is right. Look at the at that point when uh, David Alaba scored that on goal. Bayern they were shocked for like five to ten minutes. They were like, "Yo, what's going on? We came came in a strong squad, and now we've we fucked up." And Barcelona could not even take advantage. Messi crossed the ball. There were five Barcelona players in the 18. Nobody could hit that ball. Nobody even flinched to touch the ball. The ball just went to go and hit the hit the post and flew away. There were five guys there. I was like, what's going on? Nobody even wants to move towards the ball. So at that point, I was like, yo, these guys, these guys are these guys are joking. It brings me boy, it brings me great joy to see the demise of Barcelona. <laughs> it's just so fantastic. How many years in a row they've been collecting, been collecting goals from collecting four at Anfield, they collected four at Roma, just collecting goals everywhere. <laughs> now Bayern give them eight. I call it look, Barcelona battered by a lashing in Lisbon. Lash them, say lie down. <laughs> Okay, go ahead, Daniel. Go ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, so I just want to build on what I said. Uh, was that Bayern, they play highlight, and it's absolutely true. So I've been going back and forth with like George in the group about why Vidal was playing AM. And actually, that's the reason why I was going back and forth with him. When you have the team playing that high up the field. You just need a very good central attacking midfielder who can just get the ball, turn, and put it behind. And I don't know why there wasn't someone like that on the field for Barca on the day. George said, oh, they made... Let me let me finish. Let me finish, George. George said they made bad recruitments. But I don't think they've made bad recruitments. They bought Coutinho for $150 million. He was sitting on the Bayern bench. Not the Barca bench, the Bayern bench. They mm-hmm. have... They bought Usman Dembele. I don't know if he's injured. I don't think he is, but he's not playing. They bought Griezmann. Is he injured? Griezmann was on the bench. Griezmann, Griezmann, another hundred million signing on the bench. And then this was the team that was playing. It was it was just a very baffling sort of you know lineup. But I don't know. I might be speculating now, but I feel like the team does not have a good culture. George is not like, oh, God, this is just tabloid rumors. The team doesn't have a good culture. They keep bringing all these good guys, and none of them ever stay. You know, if it's Griezmann or Coutinho, none of them can ever stay. And it's at the end of the day, it's still PK, Sergio Busquets, who apparently was playing like 2010, still here playing, and the guy can't catch Nabri. You want Busquets to catch Nabri? <laughs> With what speed? With what speed? And I, at the end of the day, that's what happened. Just buying with just quicker, sharper, and 
just hungry, younger. You, you have to yeah, get young more people dynamic, bro. Is it Daniel kind of brought up Coutinho and a player that you know very well from his exploits at Liverpool. Um, we've saw him go to Barcelona, struggle to really make an impact. Obviously, loaned out to Bayern at this point. He came on and he was able to provide goals and assists, but of course, the game was over. Like everyone has mentioned, Barcelona had thrown in a towel. They were just waiting for the whistle. Um, but what do you think it says about Barcelona that they have a player like that and he's on Bayern's bench? I mean, for what it's worth, Bayern had him and he still came on and produced something. Do you think that's the kind of player Barcelona could use, especially going forward? Um. So first of all, I feel very bad that um, this discussion is about Barcelona. It should be about Bayern and how amazing they are. Man, these guys yes. are the kind of team they... And considering this same Bayern team last season were beaten by Liverpool home with an aging Robin and, 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 and Ribery, people were thinking, how are they going to replace them? Hans Flick comes in and turns this team around, gets Nabri confidence, he's playing some amazing football. Um, Perisic is good. Um, Davis, the left back, like the team looks reborn and this is what Barca should be doing. Now, the most humiliating part about yesterday's game wasn't the scoreline. No, it wasn't the 250 million sitting on Barca's bench in Osman Dembele and Griezmann. The most humiliating part was having Coutinho sitting on the Bayern bench. Now, tell me, how bad was Coutinho's season? For all, for all the bad it was, that he had to be put on loan. I don't know who is calling the shots in Barca. See, it was a very poor business. Forget about the wage and everything. It was a poor business. And that is the most humiliating part. He comes on and scores too. See, the scholar would have been yeah. sick, maybe. He comes on and scores too. And then you know, the, well. he wins the Champions League with with Bayern, and Liverpool takes another five million from from Barcelona. Tell me, this is not shitty business. And and that's <laughs> I understand. I, I I feel a bit pity for George when he says the board, the board. But you can't keep blaming the board for all their woes yes on the field yesterday. This this Barca team seems they've lost passion. They don't have a desire. They have no drive. They have no legs to run. Uh, they are they are static. Look at that midfield four. They are static. They don't even move. Um, the, um, Frankie wants to get the ball. They want to hold the ball. Bayern will not give you the ball to play around. They won't give it to you. And 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 that is the problem. And they have a coach who is tactically bankrupt. He knows he should be he should be doing maybe ping pong or maybe something. I don't. It shouldn't be a. Oh my god, guys! The Setien insult. I know Setien hasn't shown himself to be very capable at Barcelona, but he's not completely useless. The guy came from somewhere. Like, see, I'm telling you, that guy, that guy will not even. That's it, I believe. Come on, nobody, nobody says he's not coming from anywhere. But how bad did Barcelona? No, 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 no. Me, I'm saying he's coming from nowhere. Where did he come from? It doesn't matter. He can. He should not be a Barcelona, a Barcelona coach. There's no way. He can't handle mm. that team. He ta- he's not a, he doesn't have a tactic. He, da- he cannot make the, ra- the hard decision. But let me quickly tell you the teams that Kiki Setien managed. <laughs> Racing Santander. Poli, Poli, Poli uh, 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 something. Equatorial Guinea. Logorons. Lugo. Las Palmas. Betis and then Barcelona. Is that the CV of a Barcelona manager? You're telling me he came from somewhere. To conclude, to conclude the latter, I think the question we should be asking is not about Coutinho. It's 
what is the way forward for Barcelona? They have a Messi mm-hmm. with three, Suarez with 33, Alba is 31, um, Rakitic is 30. I think Vidal is 33 as well. Thank you. So the question you should ask him is that what is the way forward for Barca? Because they obviously have spent in the wrong places. And so you ask yourself, and like what said, I am very happy. I love to see them whipped and I'll, I'd watch that game over and over again. And I told George something before the, before, before there was the break. I told him, George, it's going to be a long summer for you. And he kept saying, ah, the league is going to be canceled. I said, see, Barcelona is going to win nothing. <laughs> going to win nothing. I kept telling him. And see, now for, see, the season is going to start soon. I bet you, George will be putting on his television waiting for the new season to come. But it's going to be a slow pain for one. Every year he keeps going through this. Every year. And he keeps, <laughs> Mm-hmm. It keeps going through oh, the same I way. have a quick question. No, no, no. Oh, wait, wait. I have, no, I have no a more quick questions. question for George. For George. Quick question. Oh, okay. If that's okay, let me squeeze it in. But George, George, so I, when I was speaking, you were saying Messi was the one who's supposed to put the ball in behind so so that he <laughs> will run onto it. Guy, listen. Like, mm-hmm. You, yeah. first off, I don't even think you watch Barcelona. Like, how many times have you watched Barcelona? Stop saying and answer the no, no, question. No, 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 no. How many he, times have you watched Barcelona? He will put... No, no, no. He will put the pass so that who will run onto it. Bro, then I'm asking you, how many times have you no, watched Barcelona? No, no, no. no, no just how do you think Messi came up with 21 assists? Answer this question. No, right? just answer. Base it on the game yesterday. Just the buying game. Don't tell me about any other game. The game yesterday. And I'm telling you... Messi is the one. Like, what so who will run onto it? Guy, if you watch Barcelona enough, you will know who Messi assess most of the time. You will know who, how who is that deep. You who? guy, you don't even watch Barcelona. I'm never going. No, 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 no. So he no, yeah, but who? So, so George, George, for the for the benefit of the people listening that don't watch Barcelona, that don't know, that maybe are thinking the question that Daniel is thinking, however stupid or however annoying it might be to you, can you just tell us what exactly is supposed to happen? Like honestly, before the game started, I had I looked at the formation. I saw four. Oh, you had a feeling. You had a deep feeling. Right, right. Let, me, let me talk. Let, let him finish. Let him finish, I please. Let me talk. Anyways, Kike Setien right had four midfielders with no pace whatsoever, none. Mm-hmm. And you're playing a Bayern team. Yeah, they you know they run, they high press, they play a high line, all that extra shit. Right, but there was no pace at the back, like there was no pace in the forward line. Suarez is 33. I keep saying the guy is past it, like ship him off. Right, you have four slow midfielders, you have Ansufati on the bench. He's he's like our only, like the only guy who has space in the team. And then you have Usman Dembele, who just came back from um, an injury. My thing was right if I was uh Kike Setien, you want to play four midfielders, fine, play four midfielders. But at least have someone who has pace in the midfield. Just one. Put in Ansu, put in Ansufati instead of playing Sergio um, Biscuits. And let Frankie Dion sit. Mm. You understand? You need, like, there was that one outlet. And I think it was that one outlet was mostly going to Jordi Alba. And that led to the um, Alaba on goal. Because that, that was the pace that, like, you know they have that connection. Messi and Al- yeah. Alba. Messi is the one who usually gives that diagonal pass to Alba. Alba, like, you know, behind the defense. Because that's it. Only place where there's pace in the team. It used to be Neymar, but it's Alba now. You understand? So you need that one pace. At least put um 
Ansu Fati at that position, that left midfield, put him there and let him be doing that in what runs. But no, that's not what the guy did. So <laughs> yeah, that, that I mean that's what happened. Okay. Lot, that's that's even how the how the second goal came to. I think Alba gave it to Suarez and Suarez did exactly. That's if you watch Barcelona, which Daniel does not do and comes on the podcast and tell me that Vidal is playing AM. If you watch Barcelona now, guy, he was playing AM. This is settled. Why are you still arguing this? It's settled. Okay, okay, okay. It's guys. It's settled. It's settled. It's I want to know. It's not settled. No. I want to move on. I want to move on. It's not. I don't ever say this anywhere. You said it on the internet. Pupo is going to post it. Now, if you're going to get a job interview, they'll ask you, "Did you just say that?" Like, come on. Like, Pupo, you edit up right now. Not SCAM, but he was playing. CAM for some reason. He's not playing CAM. I, I explained this to you in the chat. The guy has legs. please. Ask, <laughs> okay, guys, guys, ask, please. Ask let's let's move on. And Mika, I want to ask you about Bayern and Lyon, because that's the that's the next matchup semifinal for those two teams that we just talked about. Um, like I will have mentioned, we haven't talked a lot about Bayern as much as we probably should, because they performed well, regardless of what Barcelona did. They did what they had to do. What do you think about Bayern? Um, prospects of winning the whole thing and what do you think is going to happen versus Leon? Yeah, no problem. Thank you for asking me. Uh, so I want to just quickly just say something before I address that inquiry. Uh, I will say that teams often have a phase whereby they have to honor certain players that put in certain uh, uh, years for them on the team. And so you will find that a lot of times when you're now in a space where a lot of the players are old, adult, mature, and as a result are not necessarily performing, that's when they start bringing in expendable managers. Do you see what I'm saying? You don't want to bring in like a long-term manager to manage. So anyways, long story short, this happened with Bayern. I don't know if you guys know this, but this phase that Barca is going through, Bayern went through it when Ribéry and Robert were still the ones that everybody was expecting them to do stuff, you know, but unfortunately they had just gotten to a point in their careers where they could not quite achieve this level of football because they had aged. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so as a result, we were not seeing Bayern in the semis and in the finals. However, now it has changed, right? Because now you're using Nabri, you just signed Sani, uh, you have uh, uh, Müller, you have all these guys that are still young, vibrant, kicking. Alfonso is just an animal. Let's not even talk about Semedo. So anyways, ultimately, like I just want you guys to keep that in mind. Barca's average age right now is about 31. Let's be honest. They are fielding mm-hmm. a lot of 33-year-olds. I did not expect them to beat Bayern. I definitely thought that that manager would have the acumen to come out with like a 2-1 loss or like a 3-2 loss. I did not see a Arsenal Man U 8-2 loss. Anyways, I will now nice. go on to... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Emeka, can I chip in? Just like... 15 seconds. Yeah. Just 15 Yeah, no problem. So, so no. Emeka, Emeka actually has a point based on everything that he said. I remember when, um, when uh, what's his name? Jupp Heinkes left Bayern, right? They brought him mm-hmm. Pep brought in like yeah. a, a whole new ideology. It just did not fit. It, not, it didn't properly fit well with like the German, like the German style of playing. It didn't fit well. So he left and then Ancelotti came. Ancelotti came another foreigner. Pep is a foreigner. Ancelotti is a foreigner. Jupp Heinkes is one of them. So Pep mm-hmm. left, Ancelotti came, and when Ancelotti came, it didn't quite work out for him. They kicked him out. They brought in again Jupp Heynckes. He came in. He's also an inside man. They brought in the inside man. He made the team stable a bit. He left. They went to hire Nico Kovac or something like Kovac. that. Mm-hmm. Kovac mm-hmm. came, another outside man. 
Yeah, yeah, him. He came in another outside man. It didn't quite work out for him. They kicked him out and brought in Hansi Flick. Hansi Flick is more German, more Bayern. Now see the football they are playing. Now let's go to yeah, Barcelona. Right? Yeah. Pep... No, it's not even the DNA. My whole point is Pep left. Tito Villanova came. Okay, it worked out. 2012, we got 100 points. Fine. He left. He brought in Tata, Tata Martino. This is the same board. I'm basically referring to the same mm-hmm. board. He brought in Tata Martino. Tata Martino came. He went trophyless. Atletico Madrid won the league that season. He left. And then you brought in who? Oh, after Tata Martino. You brought in Luis Enrique. Barca mm-hmm. DNA. An inside man. Spanish. What happened? We won a treble, right? He left. You brought in Ernesto Valverde. He came. Spanish. Not quite Barcelona. What happened? Roma beat us. Liverpool beat us. Uh, who else beat us? Madrid beat us <laughs> in Algeria. That you one. Who else beat it, us? It, 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 it didn't work out. He left. He brought in um Kike Setien. Kike Setien came in, right? Bayern beat us 8 2. Didn't work out. You kicked him out. Now I'm hearing rumors that the board is trying to break in, bring in Pochettino. Again, he's not Bassa DNA. Yes, it's Spanish, but it's not Bassa DNA. What the board needs to do is to go and go and find someone who has played in Barcelona, who knows the history of Barcelona, and bring a coach who, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the system. Yeah. Bring him in. And who is that? Going forward, please don't ever make this kind of point after I make the kind of point. Guy, I made my point. I just wanted to put that in. I just <laughs> just to said 50 seconds. You're speaking for two minutes. I'm done. Okay. He said 50 seconds, then he ended up being three minutes. It's fine. Anyway, yeah. so, that's the point I wanted, I wanted yeah, to make. Ultimately, I don't think, I don't think the manager has to be of the club and has to have played for the club. I think a good manager is a good manager a good irrespective manager. of where you play. No, like the only. The I don't only... think Klopp played for Liverpool. Guys, um, guys, guys! One person at a time, please. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Klopp played for Liverpool. I'll leave it at that. But that's now... the thing. He's the only exception. You understand? Look okay, at no me. problem. Look no at problem. me no. right now. No I problem. Like trash for some reason. Yeah, result, no problem. Right? I tell you, it's been the same for Arsenal, right? Okay, okay, okay. So then maybe, maybe Milner what, should be the next manager. Anyway, so I'm going to finish my points. Uh, Dolapo, you asked me about buying Leon. Well. No problem. I'll answer Bayern Leon. The other day, I told you guys that I went to Tennessee asking them for the cake. They said I should buy the pie. So I got the pie. So anyways, ultimately, my point is Leon has done that dance. Leipzig, they have done that dance. Now it's time to be that due. They have come far. We congratulate them. But this is where the rubber has made the road. This is where the rubber has made the road. Bayern will dispatch Leon. They will dispatch them. As city like six have. one or something. Oh, it'll be three zero. Okay. That's how you win a, a game. You give them three zero. George is talking about how he stopped watching when Coutinho scored. You should have stopped watching at halftime. Because that was when you guys lost the game that's, at halftime. That's, that's what I said. In, in, okay, no problem. So ultimately, my point is this. We thank Leon for causing the upsets. We thank Leipzig for causing the upsets. We're still monitoring them, but we appreciate them. You know. Kerry, I was telling you the other day, some people say it can't be, it cannot be, it cannot be, it can't be. Leon said it can't be, it can't be, it can't be. So they started him. Now they won. They started him. They started him. Sometimes I'm dating girls I don't like, so I'm cutting them off. They say you're cutting off the hose. Cutting hose. Cutting hose. Cutting hose. The next thing you know, cutting hose. Continue. Wow. So continue. Wow. 
Ultimately, I want you guys to know Barcelona disgrace everywhere that Guard see Barcelona disgrace City disgrace all these guys fucking disgrace too don't forget that yeah, no, problem. no problem us now we have the FA Cup and we beat Man City to win it no problem guys but guys also, guys we're talking about Champions League yeah, we cannot yeah, talk about FA Cup kudos to Bayern I told you guys hmm, now that I know Aguero is not playing is City going to be able to get that goal or those goals that they need and then I said hmm, that's why I'm starting to think about Bayern because I know Bayern Look, Alfonso Davis. Let's talk about him for a second. I know you guys here. Oh, when a, a white man does well, we'll come talking about him like, like Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne will give back foot pass. They'll say, ah, Kevin gave one great pass. One great pass. <laughs> and then Alfonso did dirty. He played game. Upe Mekano, Upe Mekano, call him whatever you want. He bowled out. Nobody's <laughs> talking about them. Nobody's talking about them. But time to talk about the white men. You guys are here. Hey, let's talk about Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Anyways, my point ultimately is this. Wow. Bayern is strong. Bayern okay. is strong in every part of the field, except maybe mm. Noya a bit old. Left back to right back, left mid, mid to right mid, left forward to right forward. They are strong. This is why they likely will win the competition. There could be an upset, I will say, but I see Bayern winning that game decidedly, honestly speaking. And I will say this. Okay. And I will say this as 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 a ending point, as a last statement. Please. I don't want you guys to think that I am discrediting Guardiola for his accomplishments. You know? But I will say this that in this life, sometimes you must call a spade a spade here. We saw what happened when Guardiola left. Barca kept on winning. Prior to Guardiola's coming, they were champions as well. Yes, they won more with Guardiola, blah, blah, blah. But similarly, the players were improving. Their abilities were growing because with time, players get better, especially if they're young and they're aging. So ultimately, let us call the spade a spade here. Yes, Guardiola won a lot of titles, but he had phenomenal teams. Now he's in a situation where, okay, your team, even though it's phenomenal, it likely was not as phenomenal as that of Barcelona, we understand. Because at that time, I mean, if you're taking off Messi to bring on Ori, there is a problem. Then, ultimately, you have to then display your tactical acumen. This is where you show us, look, I am one of the best managers to ever do this. You show us. And unfortunately, you started Rodri Cancelo. Mares was on the bench, Bernardo Silva. What did you tell us that day? That you don't know what you're doing. Let the spade be spade. Let us call facts facts. Talk about Sterling's miss all you want. That the issue, in fact, was a manager did not deliver and he failed to do his job. This is the same thing we saw as in Wenger when we say Wenger House. We knew that he had titles on titles, but that ability, he had lost it. It is why we have a disdain for Mourinho these days. Because that ability, you've lost it. Just like a player retires because they've lost that physical ability, managers can lose that tactical ability. So let's not forgive anybody because they are they are they are they are because of past glory. That's bullshit. Call it spade a spade here. Bayern by is going to win this competition, and the runner-up, ironically, is going to be Leipzig. Believe it or not, actually, it's going to be PSG. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Love the whole speech, man. It was. Pretend, pretend. I want to ask you, what do you think about that game, real quick? Just give me a score. Bayern, Leon. Man, Bayern, Bayern is gonna win. I'll, I'll say three one. I'll give Leon a chance to score a goal, but Bayern is gonna, is gonna win. But it's gonna be a close game. Okay. 
So you think it'll be close, but Bayern will get the goals that they need. And yes, the because Lyon has nothing to lose, bro. They have nothing mm. to lose. They'll give 100%. And then, they don't have... They're not better, but... They're not that bad. So I'll trade okay. I'll trade 3-1. Okay. No, sorry, 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 I wanna... real quick, sorry, real quick. Just 10 seconds. Lyon actually does have something to lose because failing to win the Champions League will not even get them Europa. They are trying to be in Europe next season. That is very they true. Have everything to lose. That's that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, Ola, I want to ask you about the same game, and I'm going to add a little extra point in there. Are you a little bit worried that Lyon might be able to exploit Bayern's high line? We saw what Lyon was able to do today when they got a couple of breaks. We do know that they have fast players. Do you think that they have a chance if they play their cards right to actually upset Bayern? Um, I wish they could. Just for the ultras and for the, <laughs> just so that we would have that excitement and an underdog, underdog going to the final. I think since Monaco went all the way, Monaco Porto not really had underdogs going to the final. It's always been the big guy. So I wish, however, I don't think it. it we probably made it final. <laughs> well, Pep has been trying to get there. They made it back to back. That's all you should. Your pep will never do it. <laughs> so, but, can we focus on what we're talking about? If George keep keeps quiet, I'm gonna talk. So, okay. my, George, be quiet. Point, my point, my point is that um, I hope they will, but they are not going to. This buying team is too good. Like, um, they will not. Bayern will not give them the chance. The the spaces in there, they have spaces to be playing around and get those balls. Yes, they will try, but I don't think that that buying midfield. Thiago Alcantara, guys, we all know he's good. He's pulling strings. Goretzka goes about his business. Simple. Everybody's putting in a shift. Um, see, and they have they have good players on the bench too. So on a bad day, they have players who can come in and do something. They have good midfielders on the bench. They they have good defenders. I just hope. I just hope that Lyon will do something that so that for people like us who want to see an underdog, yes. But I don't think that they would win. I don't. I don't think so. Okay, Wes. I want to ask you same question. I don't know. You're the only person that's believed in Leon from the beginning, so I want to see how far your belief goes. And then also, yeah, let's let's do that first. Tell me what you think about Leon. Tell me they have a chance. Okay, Delapo. Let me ask you a oh, question no. very quickly. Since you you have all the notes, yeah. right? When you asked us who will win Champions League, please. Can you tell us what everybody said? Oh, I might have lied. I might have not written that down. Let me see. Uh, nobody picked anyone exciting, so I feel like I just stopped right then. Everyone was just saying Bayern City, Bayern City. Those are the two teams. No, 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 no. Not everybody. <laughs> Only one person said Bayern. Like, this is the problem, like, when we have a host that does not take notes. Wow. He's, he's telling us to take notes. So, basically, uh, George said City. Uh, Emeka's also he said, did. I City. remember that, and, and I said Bayern. So now, who is left in the competition mm. is now mm. Bayern. Now, so yes, I love Lyon, I respect them. I've, I've you know, I've, I've stated their qualities, but now, like, this is a different stratosphere, you know. So sometimes, you know, there's pressure in the atmosphere, but when you get to the stratosphere, it is what I call astral pressure. Like this is a different kind of situation we're dealing with. Bayern, I told you, they're not here to joke mm. around. 
they're, they're not here to play like they play their game regardless mm. of opposition. They don't fit their tactics to fit the mm-hmm. other team. They are the team that you have to adjust to. So they will play their highland. They are coming out to score you. They don't care. They say if we concede, we will score mm. more. We will score more. That's us. That's what we do. So I don't think Lyon has faced the team of this type of quality. The teams they have played, I saw Kings in those teams almost, so I said Leon has a chance. Like today or whenever they play Bayern, either like they, they will score, they will definitely mm-hmm. score, but they, they can't hold Bayern mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And that's and like that's what that's what when you have guys running at you from all angles, like nobody like the football is fluid. Everybody, did you see how like Leon Goretzka was? Over, have you seen the midfielder overlap into the 18? Overlapping from yeah, at midfield? the end of the game, David Alaba, the center back, was overlapping. They were overlapping, so you don't even know which position a guy's playing. Yeah. You know, some guys are when they say when the football control pass and move, go somewhere else, go into space, control pass, move. That's what yeah. everybody's just doing it. And then when they want, they can play the crossing game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they can switch up the game to play crosses because Alfonso can cross from the right. Kimmich can cross from the right. Yes, look at it. Look so at the goal. The they have score. the inside the game. Look at the goal. And they, it, does, it, just, it, it just makes my point. So, Leon, I'm sorry. That day will be the day that, as Emeka said, the rubber meets mm. the road. Okay. I, I do want to talk about the other two Champions League games that occurred and the. Uh, the matchup in the semifinals real quick. Maybe not as long-winded as the other two games. I think those are the ones that everyone was really hyped to talk about. No one yell at me. Uh, Patern, I want to ask you about Leipzig versus Atletico. Um, an upset as well. Another upset that many people, I'm sure, were not expecting. I remember when Leipzig beat Tottenham Hotspur. Was told me, Leipzig is not good. Who's mm-hmm. Kunku? I mean, I'll forever say this. He laughed at me for saying Leipzig was decent. Um, were you surprised by that game? And what are your major takeaways from Leipzig beating Atletico? Actually, I was a little bit surprised. But Leipzig, because, mainly because Leipzig didn't have a best scorer, Timo Werner, which signed mm-hmm. for Chelsea. So I'm like, yo, where the goal are going to come from? Even though they're a very good team. But like I was telling, I was telling you before the podcast, Atletico hasn't been defending that well for the past couple, couple of seasons. From what I've heard from people who have watched La Liga, and then they are paying the price now because Leipzig came and came with a mentality where we're coming at you hard. You can see deep and whatever. Atletico had no creativity whatsoever. When they put Joao Felix, you see how the, the, the type of game, the type, the, 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 the way they play, the play changed. They had more creativity, more going forward. But if they started, they started the game sitting back and just waiting, waiting for Leipzig to score, cut them on the corner. And then they, well, after they took the goal, they had to step they had to step up and it wasn't going well for them because the creativity wasn't there. So Leipzig mm-hmm. deserved all, all the credit. I think he just could not do it. Mm-hmm. George, what were your thoughts about that game? Leipzig versus Atletico? I'm not sure why you didn't ask me about Leon versus Bayern. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can tell me your thoughts about that real quick, too. Yeah, I just don't, everyone can't talk about everything. But yeah, yeah. go ahead, share. Uh, I just think Leon, Leon will make the final. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like so much hate. Typical of Jersey, you know? saying, I, can't, well, I can't have an opinion. I'm just saying, I think Leon will make the final. Like, 
Anyways, right. um, I'm writing it down. Yeah, don't write it down, but write it down. <laughs> you are you are lying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't write anything. Anyways, uh, for that Lexico Madrid game, man, um, I actually thought I'd like to go Madrid was, it was, gonna, it was the final was gonna be between Man City and Atletico Madrid. That was that was a, that was the final you. that I saw. But yeah, that was not that's the final that didn't happen. Just don't know how. <laughs> um. I was actually surprised. I don't know why Simeone played that tactic. Like, I don't, Lorente was playing almost as a second striker in that game. He was. Like, I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, it was it was so unlike him. Like, yeah, you, we know you packed the bass and all that. But at least that, you know, two fast players up top. Why is Diego Costa still playing in 2020? And yes, then, like, exactly. Have Morata or, yeah, like, have fast people and exploit them. Pack the bass and do... They couldn't even pack the bass properly. Like... Mm-hmm. They did not. They didn't pack the bus, which is the surprising thing. I feel like that's what failed them. They didn't yeah, play they did their game. They, really they were actually, they were actually, you know, trying to attack. No, they it just not, wasn't working. They were not they trying to attack. I, I don't even know score. what they were trying to do. Honestly, because Pate was not even playing in DM. Like it was just all yeah. Good. They had no ambition. Yeah. They didn't really seem like they were coming to defend, but they definitely were not attacking like, either. Either it was like I don't even know what they were trying to do, and I was actually surprised. But hey. Do you think do you think that Simeone has been exposed as maybe not a top manager? I mean I feel like he needs a different challenge. Because the guy's hmm. been his second ATM to two Champions League finals and he has not won it, but he has won Europa Leagues and all that. He has won them like the La Liga. I just think mm-hmm. he needs a new challenge. Like you feel me? I just think he needs to go somewhere, maybe somewhere in Italy, and just redefine himself. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I think that's what he needs right now. I think I think he would fit the Italian game. Yeah. And Mika, I want to ask you about the other game, Atalanta versus PSG. Uh, um, Popo, real quick, please. please I beg. Can I just uh, uh, I le- remember when we were asking about signings? I said, "Oh, at, uh, Leipzig signed a guy." Even if Danny yes, Holmes. I remember. Y'all, y'all need to watch. I just want to you know, remind you guys that that, that Kerry said that. <laughs> wow. No, no, you definitely you definitely told us nah, about him. He's, everyone knew Danny Omo guy. Relax. No, stop. Like, you see, George. Uh, he's a Barcelona player. He's a Barca B player. Everyone knew. Well, I knew him before. It's not everyone. If you want to say you, you say you knew him. But at the time, when this, I said, so, Tottenham so this somebody amongst us already knew him. Why are you telling us to keep an eye? Like, we know him. So, guys, please shut up, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you about the Atalanta PSG game. Um, Just your thoughts about it. Neymar was everywhere in the first half he missed so many chances but he was clearly the best player in the field second half depending on how you view the game he still was essentially the focal point of the thing um Bappe came on I mean PSG was just too much and they were able to script by a, a, a galvanizing victory I would say I've been begging everyone but nobody agrees with me do you think it's a galvanizing victory and do you think they have a chance to win uh Champions League now um, so do I think that PSG has the caliber of players that wins titles? Yes. Uh, do I know PSG to be a very fumbling team? Uh, yes. You know, I mean, you were banking on to promoting to uh, <laughs> yeah. make you guys above the, you know what I mean? Like those guys. Now, this again is where a manager exposed himself. Now, granted, he did well by getting to where he got to. But if 90th minute, you don't know. If 89th minute, you don't know that, look, this is it. Put eight people in that box and defend for your fucking life. 
if you don't know that as a manager, then you are not a manager. This is what I'm saying. Anyway, long story short, long story short, uh, PSG, they were very lucky with that. That is not decisive enough for me to determine that they would win the title. However, I will say that they are playing a Leipzig that they can likely beat given their quality. So I do think PSG will make it to the final. Now, will they have the capacity? Do they have the ability to beat Bayern that is informed playing the caliber of football they are playing? I don't think so. So that's why I think it's going to be a, a PSG Bayern final and a Bayern victory. But, you know. Okay. I'm upset. Daniel, what were your thoughts about that game? Atalanta versus PSG. Yeah, so I watched that game and for like long stretches of that game, Neymar was the only one playing for PSG. Mm-hmm. He's like a, he's the only player you could see playing. And I don't know, the golf, the golf in quality between the players is kind of is quite huge actually. Mbappe, Neymar, and then the rest of the players. It's kind of huge. You mean within and PSG? So within PSG, golf? within okay. PSG, yeah. So the, the golf in quality between Neymar and Mbappe and the rest of the team is kind of huge. And it, the game really told because Atlanta really played really well, actually. They scored a really nice goal, and a nice finesse game. And they were comfortable for most of the, yeah, they were they were comfortable for most of the game. So Mbappe came on, started taking people on, and there were all sorts of problems. Um I don't know if they have I think they might get to the final, but I don't think they can win it if you basically have that golf in quality in the team. Because at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, football is really just 11 individual contests put together. And if you only have really two guys who are at the top like that, I don't I don't see how you can. Really? That's what you think football is? Just 11 guys versus 11 guys one-on-one? I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, you have to win the individual battles on the field. You know, you have to win. The, if, if your right back lets Mbappe go, guess what? You're down. Left back, let's, I don't know, Mbappe or Neymar go, guess what? You're down. You have to win the individual battles. And if you don't have quality enough players everywhere, I mean, America was saying Bayern have quality players everywhere. They probably have like two quality players for every position at this point. Yeah. And as as yeah, does City. And, yeah, exactly. But I, I don't know. And uh, I don't think PSG have that. And that, that might be that downfall. Okay. Give me a score prediction. Uh, PSG Leipzig? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 PSG. Okay. 2-1. Nice, nice. Cool. Yeah, I was going to ask you for your prediction. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm like 50-50. I'm not too sure who's going to win it. But if PSG does make the final, I honestly think there's a huge chance they can actually be buying. Like, because of the way they play, because of that front three, because of Neymar and Mbappe, because like if they're gonna play behind, they're gonna defend majority of the time and play behind Bayern. I honestly feel like PSG could make, you know, all like you know could actually be Bayern actually win the Champions League. But, I agree with you. Yeah, they have to get to I'll be Leipzig, and I'm not I'm not sure. I'm actually not sure how that game is gonna go. I cannot. I don't know. I'm leaving. Give me a more. prediction. I can. I can. I don't know. It could be. Oh know. my god! I'll I'll be Leipzig on penalties, something like that. I don't know. Ooh, penalties. Yeah. Okay. Let's, I like let's all remember that this is somebody that anticipated an Atletico Madrid Man City final. 
Yeah, you also did. said Man City was going to win it. Didn't you say that? He definitely did. I said that. He said Man City or Real Madrid would win. No, I said I said now that I know that Aguero is out, yeah. that I'm leaning on Bayern. I said it's pull up the stats. Club What's that? You said the winner of Madrid Man City. Okay, okay, please, I beg. But we've been speaking about managers so much. Who who needs credit? Who doesn't need credit? I think we've overlooked Giampiero Gasperini. This guy has done amazing at Atalanta. Like they had a fantastic season, unbelievable season, and he's the mastermind behind it. These players will not be doing what they are doing without the acumen and ability of. Gasperini, because he has done this shit before. This three-four-three stuff. He's the one that started it in football. Like since in Genoa, he has been doing this shit for a minute. He made Genoa a solid team in Syria. Got like he had a stint at Inter. Like things think they fired him fast because you know they don't give managers chance mm-hmm. behind a big club. Yeah, small name. But came to Atalanta, the other blue and black, and look at what he has done. I mean that game. Look, they were really unlucky. Like they lost in the last five minutes of the game. They played so well, took their chance. Well, look at that beautiful goal by Pascalich. I mean, so this guy, yeah, they're out of the tournament, but they had a great season. Gasparini deserves some credit. That's a manager that I will I will stand with. Okay, fine, fine. Yeah, I guess I guess we can get some credit. I just feel like if you're winning in the eighty ninth minute of a Champions League quarterfinal, that is when you should like defend. Basically, like defend. You can't think to you can't think to defend in the 90th minutes of the Champions League quarterfinal. Then I don't know. What I mean, I I see what it, you're saying, Mika. But watching were, the game, they were exactly they were trying they were to defend. Defending. They were it looked like they were fatigued. One, and it looked like the guys they brought on as subs. I mean, you can't compare their subs to PSG I, subs. I they could not keep you, up. You are absolutely right. But then that is why the manager has to come up with something, right? Like they were the, mecha, the, mecha, the manager has no control on the, the quality, the quality of Neymar. Wait, did you see that tight control? Like this guy controlled like that's the control in tight spaces to to get off to get off that first goal before um, Marquinhos came in and shot it. Like they crossed. That's a difficult control. He brought that ball down perfectly. I I, so I also agree with, shot, the, uh, with the Mecca here. And then, there were a bunch of and then hold on. Hold on, that second goal, Neymar again. That's a thread the needle through ball to 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 um, the French guy. Look, come on. So this is the French they guy. Lost by <laughs> they lost by like sublime quality. So like it's not like they weren't defending. Yeah. Like Neymar is a brilliant yeah, footballer. Yeah, Simple. Yeah, carry, carry. No, no, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with Amakayem. And then in the 90th, I watched this game in the 90th minute. Uh, PSG was still getting counter-attacks for some reason. It's like 1-1. It just tied the game. And for some reason, these Italian players are all like up the field. And Mbappe is like 1-1 with the with the fullback. They did not try to like defend that 1-1. One, one. I think that's what Mbappe is trying to say. Like, that's exactly yeah, right. I actually agree. Yeah. You have to park the bus 88 minutes. This is when you bring on, you take off, right. three, you take off three CMs and bring in three centre-backs. Are you I, I want to say that he used all five of his subs. I might be wrong, but I feel like he used all five of his subs. Like that's what I'm you're saying. discrediting but the work they, they no, tried but, to do. No, you don't understand. Look, and it can go two ways, right? Now, I can tell you this for a fact that he is not bringing, he's not taking off his attacking players to bring on the defensive ones entirely. 
Like, guy, Mourinho would have not lost that game. If you watch that entire entire Champions League win, if you see what Mourinho did, anytime he scraped, even that 1-0 advantage, at that point, the game is already finished because everybody is in the 18-yard box, just dead defending for their lives. Atalanta, this is your first time playing Europa, um, Europa Champions League quarterfinal. This is your first time. This is not where you're supposed to be countering a team as PSG with the caliber of players like Neymar and Mbappe who can take you on, both technically, both pace-wise. No, you do not play counter-attacking. You don't, you don't attack them anymore. You just you just hold. You play holding. Yeah, people. I think because they were like up one nail for a very exactly. long time, and then they thought they had won it, and then they equalized. So at that point, they felt like they were losing, even though they were not. So they were like, "Yeah, we gotta go get a goal." And the next thing you know, they lost the game. But then he said, "This is your first time playing quarterfinals." First time. Imagine the, this manager brought them to their first time playing here. Give the guy some credit. Uh, he did well. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm not saying... Yeah, he did well. It's just... Uh, I agree with him like they should have just tried to take it to extra time, at least. Uh, they didn't try to do that. Okay. Real quick, on the, on the two Champions League fixtures, is there anyone outside of George that thinks Leipzig is going to win? No. Actually, the 50-50... No, no, I don't want 50-50. I want someone to think that, um, yes. I, I, I already I'm know that. that call. I'm, I'm going to make that call. Um, Thank you. I just want... Come on, guys. Say if, it. If, if you really watch Julian, I, I, I just... Uh, Emeka... Uh, sorry, um, was that Gasperini has done well. I think that we can equally give Julian some credit for what he's been able to yeah. do. The, the Very true. The kind of team he's assembled and 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 where he's gotten them to see he's brought them to the semi-final. Pepe's been trying to do that forever now, and he, he couldn't do it. And he just one attempt and boom, <laughs> there. And so we have to give him credit for that. And and looking at the PSG, looking at PSG team, I saw them and I saw them play. They looked like a discount without Neymar and uh, without Mbappe. Neymar was. Was shooting horribly. Um, they, they they had to rely on someone like Chopomotin. It kinda looks like he didn't he didn't want to score or he didn't come to play. And and this this um, RB team looks world a typical German team. They are very solid. They've got two solid centre backs. They've got young attackers who are actually hungry for goal. I, I know Was is called Nkunku. Um, I don't want to go there, but he's proving that he's he's <laughs> yeah. and he he's coming from PSG actually, so I think he'll be fired up. Yeah, Yeah, he'll be fired up playing against the team that literally gave him away. And and so it'll be a nice game and I, I, I think it will be a tight one and I'm gonna call maybe a Leipzig two one or one zero win. Okay. Thank you for, for doing that. Guys, I want to go on record. I think PSG is galvanized, and I think they're going to do something. Don't ask me what, but they'll do something. Before we end, I just want to talk about a couple of transfers that have been confirmed. Um, Daniel, I'll start with you because this is a transfer you've been excited and happy about as an Arsenal fan. William is coming. Well, I think it's a free free transfer. The boy Willis. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yes, right. So just real quick, tell me why you're excited about him coming to Arsenal because I know a lot of Arsenal fans are not as excited. When that French idiot used to coach us about four years ago, five <laughs> years ago, there was a Chelsea coach who wow. was benching William 
And I said, hey, you should be bidding for that guy. Are you my You said this is four years ago? I just want to make sure. This is a while ago when Wendell was here. Yes, exactly. I was saying there was a coach. I don't know. I don't remember exactly. He was not using William as much. And I said, hey, try an audacious bid here. You might might not get him, but that's the guy that we need. I mean, it's now five years on, and I know that they've made a whole bunch of noise about the guy's age. You think he was 62, listening to some of these debates. (laughs) <laughs> but the guy is just, he's, he's 32 now, and I get that, yes, that is on the side of the age spectrum that, you know, we would not consider optimal. But we need instant impact. We it, it, we, should, we need to stop thinking about this, oh, we're grooming for the future, and then go and do this in the midfield. You know, we have to think about next season, because the thing about going out to the Champions League is that it now becomes very hard to get back into the Champions League. And you need to be in the Champions League to be able to stay in the Champions League, get the players who will get you to stay. Hmm. So when you go out, it's very hard to come back in. So we need to be think, thinking short term. Next season, like who's going to play for us next season? Stop thinking, oh, we're building for the future. I don't want to hear that anymore. Next season. William is just... This what we do. We're building for the future and become eighth. Okay. So do you, real quick, well, <laughs> quick question. No, 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 let's, expect... let's finish. So we'll Sorry, get, go we'll ahead. Get, let me just finish uh, on the on the tactical positioning because we also have Pepe Naula. Right, that's what I was going to ask. Right, on the right wing, uh, William used to play there and I've been seeing things that it's actually one of the reasons why he became there because Arteta promised him that he would play down the middle. Uh, I'm actually very excited about that because I don't want to see Ozil in the team again. So William can play, come for us, and maybe play the left wing, let Aubameyang go up top. Sometimes I'm I'm like delighted with the transfer, and I really hope that it pans out because I know these guys have written my name my name down, and if this transfer does not work out, I'm. <laughs> and Mika, what are your thoughts about William? You know, I think the the points that Daniel make sound like good points. You know, he's a solid player; he can help you now. Um, it sounds like the people that are not so excited are not excited because Daniel pointed out that he wanted William four years ago, which is exactly the problem, probably. But as another Arsenal fan, what are your thoughts? I mean, Daniel equally cited one of my posts from way back when, when I also said that William would be last on excellent year. signing. Last year. It was yeah. last year. Uh, so, so hold on. So ultimately, um, ultimately, the point is that the window upon which I determined William would be an excellent signing has unfortunately passed. But <laughs> I, will, I will say this. I will say this. No, no, no. This is not to say that he will be a bad signing. Of course not. Especially now that he's coming in on a free transfer. So I have to look at what is going on from a, a macroscopic standpoint. That is ultimately, if you are bringing in a free transfer to maybe sell like I said for 40 million and then free up his weekly wages as well, and then you're bringing a player that can certainly play in the EPL like William, then 100% the net gain out of that transfer is good there for Ireland Dorset. Mm-hmm. However, if you're now bringing in William and then you actually are bringing him to field him on a day-to-day basis, you know, to actually give you that title-winning performance, I don't know if William has that capacity anymore. Also, kudos to William to you know, leave a team that has qualified for champs to play for a team that is only definitely certainly guaranteed, uh, you, uh, you know, so it's, it's easily not an easy move. I mean, obviously, they're trying to get rid of him, so 
I guess he was just <laughs> trying to play the best, the next best. But anyways, ultimately, uh, I do rate Willian highly um, in the sense that I do believe that he has the experience that is required to play for Arsenal. However, we all know that it's not long term. And so I do not like to see players coming in that are on the decline. I think that as of two years ago when I was requesting for it, or a year and change, when I was requesting for it, I think he was still at a level that was top-notch. But right now, I think ultimately that we can only see... We've seen the best of Willian is essentially what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Mm. And for yeah. a team like Arsenal, I do believe that there is this very, very unique uh, category of players that, you know, these are players that one, have time, and two, have the ability to play and are not at their peak. So a player like Hakim would have definitely been a much better signing for me because age is still on his side, ability is still on his side. He can only get better, is what I'm saying. So those are the kind mm-hmm. of transfers I was pushing for, less so William. Because as you know, William is now going to be collecting like 150 and change. Whereas, you know, I easily would have been willing to offer that to like a, a, a player like... Uh, you know, even like Timo Werner. <laughs> even Timo Werner, I can give him that kind of money because he has so much time and still has of that. Course. He's possibly. young and potential. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Right. But but, okay. but Pretend, let me let me Emika, thank you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna end. Pretend, I wanna ask you, um, as a Chelsea fan, I just remember you're a Chelsea fan. What do you think about William leaving? Are you gonna miss him? I feel like he just had his best statistical season for Chelsea. I might be wrong. Um, but at least one of his best. Do you think he's going to be missed at all? And do you think it's a good move for Arsenal, just from the outside uh, looking in? I actually didn't want him to leave, to be honest. I mm. wanted him to to stick around. Like, you know, we have a lot of young guys. We will like, really get a lot of things from him. But I guess mm. Chelsea and him could not come to an agreement for a contract. He wanted three years. Chelsea wanted to do two years because of their policies after a certain age. So I guess it's really sad to see him leaving. But it's what it is, man. It's it's part it's part of a soccer game, and sometimes you you lose a, a good player like him. Uh, could and you get a better player sometimes, right? Yeah. Let's see if we can get a, a better player because the money we're asking. You already have the edge. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like he's there. Yeah. So... Wes, I want to ask you about another transfer. Hoidberg is going to Spurs. Um, what do you think about him? I know that's a Chibi player. Chibi has been disturbing us. I don't know if he's a Wes player. Um, but do you think that's the kind of move that uh, Spurs need to make if they need to get back to where they used to be? Yeah, it's, it's going to end in tears. Anything Spurs does is going to end in tears. <laughs> but do, actually, like, I, like yeah. the, I like the move, though, was for, for whatever reason. I feel like they need, they need somebody like him who actually fully de- dedicated on playing uh, on playing defensive midfielder because Winx is not it. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like Winks, but I just don't feel like it was it. If they needed somebody who can sit in the in the front of his back four and take care mm. of business. Yeah, he's a good player, but it's not gonna make a difference to Tottenham's fortunes. So huh. it, it it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um since uh Winks was just brought up, George, I'll ask you real quick, real quick. Um there are some reports that Harry Winks is being linked to Manchester City. Um <laughs> what are your thoughts wow. about that? Do you think that would be a potentially good move? I know Daniel has been telling us for months now that Rodri is not good. He's not it. Do you think Winks is, you know, the player that's going to fix some of City's issues in that midfield? What? Like, 
No. This Winks is basically like Rodri, or even like a step below Rodri. <laughs> so I'm not. He's five steps like, below. I don't Rodri. understand the transfer. Are they trying to get English talent to like get a quota for like English players in the team? As that was going on. Yeah, could be. It's I don't good. know. I just know it's a report out there. Oh, because that's what they got yeah. Aki for. Aki is not English, but yeah. Um, no, but he has, he has actually played long enough in England, so that's how it works, actually, for those of you that don't. Exactly. He's oh, God, God. Makes sense. Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah, it could well, be yeah, but yeah. I don't think it's an upgrade. I don't think it's anything like that, no. Okay. Yeah. So I say Rodri is I, not I good, and you're going to buy with Harry Winks, because I said Rodri is not good. You're going to buy Harry Winks. <laughs> They're just taking advice, man. I won't say anything. Okay, no. last last transfer I want to talk about. Um, I don't know if you guys know this player, Jonathan David, Canadian yeah. guy. He he's, uh, he's going to Lil. Yeah, he's going to Lil to replace uh, OC Man there. Yeah. Um, Pretend it seems like you know him. So just tell us real quick what actually, you think about him as a player and his prospects there. Actually, actually, kudos. Winfred actually put me on to him mm-hmm. because he tagged me. I actually don't know much about him. All I know is like he's a really, really. He has a lot of potential, and him going to France is going to help him develop his game with playing time yeah. and playing. I think I don't know if he qualified for Europa, but he's still he's still going to get yeah, some playing I time. Like they did actually. I have a have a look at the standing on French league. I'm so so, uh, but he was going to get some playing time. He's going to get some 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 good experience too. At least it, for him, it's like a stepping stone to the to the next level. So. I think you you hear a lot from him. You learn a lot. You're gonna learn more and more about him. Yeah, and Lil is gonna be in Europa League next season. Okay. You know, we need to start normalizing uh, black players dating, or start making it wrong for black players to be dating white girls, man. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, I'm seeing some of you. This time is babe. You want nothing to date, man. <laughs> What we, we are not going to back up this tree, America. <laughs> yeah, no, no, please. We're not. We're not doing that on this episode. So See, I, I have, don't have. Yo, guys, let's make it a, a, a conversation to have. Wow, in the in the. Wow, these black players dating white wow, women. Wow. Wow. In the future, <laughs> please. America, we're gonna take a whole episode just for that. Yeah, please, please, please. Let's not do that. So real quick, I want to do just last words. Uh, Owula, I'll start with you. Last word. Um, I hear you talk about transfers. Liverpool brought in a left back. I didn't know much about mm-hmm. it. And I stopped watching YouTube uh, highlights after we signed Markovic. I watched that guy. <laughs> I was super excited and he came and disappointed me. So I've never watched mm-hmm. YouTube, but I, I went to watch and I think he's quite decent. He would give us, um, he would give Robertson some Rest when needed, yeah. And I'm I'm looking forward to the Tiago deal if it's going to happen. Um, I wasn't so excited about it, but I, I understand why Klopp would want him, and it would be a good one. Like Tiago definitely improves any team he goes to, and so I'm looking forward yes. to. That. Yeah. So yeah, those yeah, are Tiago's a baller. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Daniel. Last word. Right, so I know on this episode we have really gone in hard on Pep Guardiola. So I just wanted to like say a few last words about Pep. I actually still think Pep Guardiola is like the best coach in the world. I know a lot of people won't agree with that, but I still think he's the best coach in the world. But he's about to hit his 
the, the most difficult part or the most testing part of his managerial career. Because now, Silver is retiring. Fernandino's done. He's not retiring. He's just leaving. It might go to he, Lazio. Well, he's going to Lazio. He's going to Lazio, exactly. But he, he, you know, he's, he's done from the team, from City. Mm-hmm. Fernandino might be done. And I want to say there was one more person. Aguero also, I know he's injured now. He might play next season. But, you know, he's also kind of on his way out. So Pep Guardiola is going to have to actually build a team. Now, I know the money is on the side. The, 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 the club have money. They can bid for who they want. People complain that he's always buying people. But I'm actually fine with it because he's not, to me, he doesn't buy stars per se. Nathan Ake is not a star. Wow, anyway, wow, you know? wow, wow, yeah, wow. You know, right, 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 Guys, on. last word, last word, uninterrupted. Right. Let him finish. He knows the word. Okay, let me just finish. <laughs> Nathan Ake is not a superstar. Would you agree with that? I don't think he is. Okay, uh, the players, yeah, the players he buys are not players that, if he bought a Bill, Gareth Bale is like a world superstar. He doesn't buy players like he just buys players who are like expensive because that's what the market is these days. But the point is, Pep Guardiola is now going to have to build a team. The guys who made City successful, Silva, uh, Fernandinho, who have combined with Toure back in the day, these guys are now on their way out and Pep Guardiola is going to have to build a team. So now we're going to see this side of him, uh, his managerial you know, ability. Can he build a team? Mm. Okay, a very interesting point. I do think you're assuming that Pep is going to stick around long term. A lot of people think he's not going to be there and will not have to do that. Uh, Mika, your last word. Yeah, uh, my last word. Sorry, uh, quickly. Um, Guardiola signed Mares, Laporte, Cancelo, Mendy, Stones, (laughs) Sonny, Bernardo Silva, Elgison, Yoke Gundogan. I mean, the list goes on, but it's fine. These are not stars. Okay. So anyways, uh, yeah, no problem. No problem. These are not stars. So anyways, uh, quick shout out to uh, Leipzig. Very, very, very stellar what they've done so far. Congratulations to them. Uh, shout out to Atalanta. Tough loss. It's okay. Shout out to uh, Bayern Munich. Deservedly winning Barca. Blowing them out the water. Spelling Barca, man. Uh, but my last word, well, ultimately, I would like to say two things. Um, one of which is uh, the inferiority complex is something that we black people have to rise above. We cannot continue to laud white men for doing things that are average and then tarnishing the images of black men because they do things that white men equally do. So ultimately, I would like to say shout out to Sterling. You know, that was a tough loss. You know, get back on that side. Oh, don't worry. We know you're a, you're a fucking excellent player. Um Obviously, Semedo, obviously, you know, pick your head up. I think you're great or have the potential to be. Don't worry. Don't cry. <laughs> now, lastly, I want to say this, okay? Um, to the Arsenal board, I know you guys don't listen to this podcast, although I'll send a couple of you the links, the Spotify links via Instagram. Um, I just want you guys to know that, please, please, we don't want to become a retirement club. I'm saying it now. You've signed Lichsteiner, you've signed William, you've signed all these players. We no longer want it. Please, we want stars, young stars. So let's go and sign young stars. Lastly, black players, please stop wifing white women. Go and wife black women, please. 
<laughs> help wife and white women. Go and wipe black women. That's all I have to say. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much. George, last words. So my last word is going to go to uh, Pep. I know like a lot of people like have on this podcast have come at him, calling him a fraud and all that stuff. But I just want him to remember that he has more he has more Champions League trophies than Johan Klopp. Mm. That's just about the same amount as Alex Ferguson. Like mm. it's just unfortunate that, you know, he gets eliminated and you know the way wow. he gets eliminated against Monaco six six, like three one. It's just unfortunate. It's just unfortunate. But hey, People are here telling you that, like, you need to build a team. Like, you already built a team. You built a machine that can't huh. world football in Barcelona. Now people are, they've already forgotten that. They're giving you another test. But I, I know you're going to come through. This, this is specifically to Pep, if he's listening. Okay. And Mecca, yeah, I hope you're going to send it to him on yeah, Instagram. If you want, you can also, like, also send him the link. On Twitter, yeah. And all that. But okay. yeah, those, those are my last words. And to the Barcelona board. Oh, I forgot. To the Barcelona board and to all the Barcelona fans listening to this, if you have a season ticket, please let's let's come together. Let's vote a vote of no confidence. Let's kick this board out. Let's bring yeah. in another board. Let's rejuvenate the, the 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 club. Let's start something new. Where yeah. it's going, I don't want to end up like United. I don't want to end up like AC Milan. Was is still bleeding since 2013. So as a result, is pouring his frustrations on me. It's all good. Rookie is... I don't know why Rookie is coming at me. I just, Like, why? Anyways, like, there's a lot going on. So now, Wass and Rookie are together. Rookie is... Like, what's going on? Wass, Those are my last words. Wow. Yo, hashtag sell Okay. Just wow. Just wow. Just wow. All right, guys. That's that's fine. Last word. Pretend. Last words. Uh, I just wanted to to thank thank Real Madrid for a great season. We, yes. It didn't end well, but won La Liga. So thanks to Madrid for giving me some joy out of everything. And maybe best mm. person win the Champions League. Yes, yes, I like that. Hala Madrid. Mm-hmm. Was last words. All right. So obviously, Pep. Pep has to be in this, you know. I'm very, very disappointed in this guy. Like David Luiz, uh, sorry, David Silva, excellent footballer. Mm. Why he doesn't start, I don't know. Bernardo Silva, excellent footballer. Why he doesn't start, I don't know. Mares, excellent footballer. Why he doesn't start in a must-win knockout game, I don't know. I mean, that like David Silva, David Silva. They said he's leaving. Give him the last game to bring a win for you. No. So, you know, you've done great things in the past, but you're clearly doing some hot rubbish now. Figure it out. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, guys. Love, Thank I you so much first... for being on. Love, I you have one request. Yes, I'd want all of us to do this in unison. Those who are with me, just say, Pep is the fraud. We we'll all go at a go. I know what's this with me. I know I make it with me. So we we'll go at a count of three. So at my count, one, two, and three. Pep is the fraud. Pep is the fraud. Pep is the fraud.